0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Romans chapter 12, we've been speaking on uh, life-giving relationships, loving people through life-giving relationships. And we blessed the the pizza delivery guy, the DoorDash guy, and, and so forth a couple weeks ago. Uh, Just showing the value that we have for everyone. In Romans chapter 12, verse 10, we talk about honor, that we love one another through honor, through honoring. I got to say this, you know, um, those of you from WFG, let me hear you. For those of you that are in WFG, give me a little shout. A couple of you guys, okay. One of the things I love about your organization is the honor that your organization operates through. You guys honor, you know, you you guys give an award for, you know, nicest shoe award. I mean, you guys give awards for fastest starter, you know, person that showed up, you know, someone that, you know, has nice teeth. I mean, nice sunglasses. You guys give awards for everything. And that's what I think that culture of honor is what builds momentum to help that company grow. And I, I want you to understand something that Romans chapter 12, verse 10 says this. Be devoted to one another in love, not out of obligation, out of Love, Be devoted to one another out of love. Honor one another, what? Above yourself. Honor one another above yourself. Let's pray. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Look at your neighbor and just tell him, I honor you. And turn to your other neighbor and say, no, really, I honor you. Now, we we live in an honorless society. Come on. We, we, li- we live in a society where honor is lacking. We live in a society where I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And we don't care about the word honor anymore. And because as Americans and as a family, we focused in on behavior rather than heart. We've tried to regulate the behavior of people rather than touching the heart of people. We tell our kids what to say, not how to feel. What, what, what do you tell them? Thank you. What, what do you tell them? Sorry. We, we don't tell them how to feel. We tell them what to say. So we might say the right thing with the wrong heart. And in this day and age, we've lost what it is to honor. And one of the things I love about the Polynesian culture is the culture of honor. I, I went My first experience at a, at a Polynesian event went to a wedding, and I didn't even do the wedding. I attended the wedding. And they, it was like I got married. They they gave me a case of of, of, uh, of uh, corned beef. They gave me a couple chickens. Gave me a ham. Gave me one of the flap one, one of the cakes as well. I had so much food. We we didn't have to go to the grocery store for a month. And I, I was they and then they gave me an offering. And I told them, I went back to the family. I started giving the money back. I started handing the corned beef out. I started, because I, told, I didn't do anything. They're like, Pastor, that's the way we operate with our ministers in our culture. Honor. And I want you to understand that honor is something that we are to give to our civil leaders, our, our teachers, our public servants, our elders. I was raised at a time that if you were on a bus... And there were no seats left on a bus and someone older than you got on the bus? You got up. You you gave the seat to the elderly person. You gave the seat. You you didn't talk back to mom and dad. See, I was raised with something called a belt. Some of y'all ain't never seen a belt before and you need to be introduced to a belt. The Bible says... Spare the rod and spoil the child. And we've seen now where kids are yelling, cussing out mom and dad. There's no honor anymore. Got quiet in this place. Who's raising who? And we find ourselves in a situation where Billy Graham made this comment. A child who is allowed to be disrespectful to his parents will will not have true respect for anyone. You see, we live in a generation of dishonor, and we, we, there's several things we could point to. We could point to the disintegration of the family, where families have been broken. We could point to immature adults, babies having babies. Immature of individuals that, that have never grown up raising their own fam- families, removing God from our schools, removing God from our homes, removing God from our hearts. We no longer know how to honor. There's no value for human life. You can drive up and just shoot someone without even feeling a thing about it. There's no value for human life because we're killing babies like crazy. You don't have to agree with my politics or even agree with my my statements, but I will tell you the word of God recognizes that honor is a value of the kingdom. Honor is different, though, than agreement. I can honor you and not agree with you. And that's the problem is that you think that we need to agree in order to honor someone. There are times when you're growing up that how many of you kids know you don't agree with mom and dad, but you better honor them. I remember the first time I thought I was man enough and I stood up to my mom and talked back to her. I didn't realize my dad was behind me. (laughs) My dad's a little dude, but he he still he instills fear in people. Even now he's in a walker and I still got to watch out what I say to him. See, honor is different than agreement because the kingdom of God is built on honor. Everyone say honor. honor. Now, I want Mark chapter 6, you don't need to turn there. It's on the screen for you. But it tells the story of Jesus going into a city and beginning to minister. But the Bible says what? That he wouldn't do miracles or what? He wouldn't? Couldn't. What's it say? Now... He could do no mighty works there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled at their disbelief. He was like, I can't believe how how disrespectful, how unhonored. How can you not believe that it was to the point? It was so bad that God, it's not that he didn't want to. He couldn't. This is a God that spoke the word and all the world came into order. This is the God that walked on water. The one that called Lazarus from the dead. The one that opened blinded eyes and caused deaf ears to hear. This same God couldn't do miracles. Why? As you take a look at the story, here at verse verse 3, go backwards on the story. It says, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Jonah, uh, Jose, uh, Judas, and Simon? Are these not his sisters with us? So they were offended at him. They're looking at him. Say, wait, wait a minute. We know this dude. I, I, I know this guy. This is the, him and his dad just fixed our door. They, they, they're, they're the ones that that just fixed our table at our house. They're the ones that just added the addition at our at our house because they were carpenters. Now wait a minute. This this guy is the guy that you're saying. They were offended because they knew him. Many times we become so familiar with God that our familiarity removes the honor for who God is. Now I want to take you somewhere. Look at verse verse 4 of chapter 6. He says this. But Jesus said to them. Why couldn't Jesus do any miracles? He said to them. A prophet is not without honor except In his own country. In other words, you know what? I go anywhere else and I'm accepted, I'm embraced, I'm loved. Even as a pastor, I can go into different venues, different events, and be embraced and be honored and be respected and then come home and be disrespected. Why? Because of the fact that we have a hard time appreciating what we have. Let me tell you something, husband. There's a man out there that would love to have your wife and honor her. It got quiet. It got real right now, huh? Everyone's uh, everyone laughing a little while. Now I got sits. There's a, there's a, listen, lady, there's a, someone out there that would love to have your husband, and she would honor him. Mm-hmm. Wives are like, well, go then. <laughs> You're gone. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. already causing divorces in this place (laughs) I want you to understand that the lack of honor created an atmosphere someone say atmosphere where miracles were impossible for Jesus to perform and as a result where there's no honor there's no power Where there's no honor, there's no power. And we're wondering why is it that God's not answering our prayer? Why is it that God's not breaking through? Because many times we are operating in a system that is unfamiliar to God. And God will not and God cannot operate in a system where there's no honor. You got a man that's not honoring God. You got a wife that doesn't honor a husband. You got kids that are yelling at mom and dad. You got people, I'm just going to give them peace of my mind. This is just who I am. You don't like who I am, then you better deal with it. But the reality is, is that we have developed a society that is based on letting people know how we feel regardless of their position or the place of honor. CWC has to be a place of honor for people. Oh, come on, somebody got to hear me this morning. That word honor now, now follow me that word honor in the in the Greek means value price honor recognition or respect appreciation esteem re- regard or weight it's there, there's a weightiness now I guarantee you this if we were to have uh you know let Billy Graham before he passed away, walk into this place, there would have been a presence walk in, a weightiness that every one of us, whether you are, whether you believe his belief system or not, would have respect for who he was as a person, and when he walked in, you could feel the weight of that person coming in that's honor it's opposite of common and ordinary now in the the old The old system, let me show you a little something here. When I ordered this, I didn't realize it was going to be this small. I was like, man, I'm getting a great deal on this. (laughs) Now you know why. (laughs) But in the early biblical times, they operated based on this. They, They didn't have money. They didn't have money like we did today. Uh, it was very scarce to have a, a coin that was stamped. It was very rare. So most of the time you dealt with the monetary system with gold, with silver, and you would have to weigh it out. And what the word of God says is, as take a look at the book of Proverbs. Book of Proverbs tells us this. It says that the Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but delights in accurate weights. What, 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 they, what would happen is this, is that you would get a standard. And that standard represented the cost of a good or or of the value of something. And they they would put that standard down. But some people were shady. They would make the standard more heavy than it was supposed to be. It said one thing on it, but it actually weighed another. In order to steal from the individuals that was weighing up, you would try to get a little more money from them. And a couple ounces here, a couple ounces there. And as a result, some of you that used to buy weed know what I'm talking about. And so, oh, did I say that out loud? I was just thinking it. <laughs> so you would balance it out. Once it got balanced based on the weight, you knew that you were getting what it is that you were paying for. But... The Lord wasn't referring just to money when he said he hated dishonest scales. God was referring to how we weigh and value people as well. Because every person has been created in the image of God I don't care your skin color I don't care your gender I don't care your background it doesn't matter what you've gone through the reality is a a darker skin or a lighter skin is not more value or of lesser value everyone is valuable in the eyes of God and when you treat someone that deserves a stronger weight and you treat them as if they're nothing God hates when we devalue people he hates it. This isn't about money. It's about valuing for others because honor is the principle that the kingdom is built upon. Somebody needs to hear me. And the American church, we have, a, we have trouble with this because we come from a democracy. And in, in democracy, it's all about we the people. It's majority rules. And if the majority has a certain opinion on something, that's truth. Truth doesn't change based on opinion. Or popularity. We operate under a kingdom, a king. And see, one of the things we struggle with is how many remember what the golden rule is. Treat others others the way you want to be treated, or do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right? For those of you that were raised like I was in the Royal Rangers, okay? (laughs) It's a Boy Scout program for for. Connected with the church. That was our golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. We've changed that in America. To do unto others before they do unto you. I'm going to get them before they get me. I'm going to take care of this before they, they, they get me. See, at CWC Bay Area, we have to be people that honor and that we value one another. Every person, regardless of their background, regardless of where they come from, we have to take time to properly value and give the proper weight of that person when they come in, whether they 're rich or whether they 're poor, whether they're, they're, they're whether they 're influential or not, we have to honor them. Why? Because God called us to honor God, authorities and our families and others now how do we do that? Let me break this down to you Number three things I want to share with you very quickly. you still with me okay We're, in fact, the worship team, if you could help me as we we bring this together. Number one, you got to recognize all authority is from God. Amen. That's right. Say it again, Pastor. Say it again, Pastor. I am just repeating what he said. <laughs> all authority is from God. That, that means when you're driving home after church and you jump on the freeway and you open it up and all of a sudden you get Christmas lights behind you, red and blue lights, And he pulls you over and asks for your license and registration, please. And you start getting mad. That was God. All authority is from God. Now, I didn't say all authority is godly. I said all authority is from God. God established authority, but not all authority is godly. And yet we need to understand, and I want you to see, see what, what happens here. Romans 13, 1, you don't need to turn there. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there's no authority except which God has established. God established all authority and there's four authorities that we have that we see in, in the world today. Number one, you got a civil authority or a governmental authority. Those are the police officers, our elected officials. Those are the P, our mayor. Those are the individuals that we have as our civil government. Then you You have also your family or your family uh, authority, your your mom, your dad. You got your older brother, older sister. You got a family authority. Number three, we have a spiritual authority at the church. There is an authority that is set up spiritually to help you out. And lastly, you got authority at work. You got a boss. Well, I told him what I gave him a piece of my mind. I told my boss ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. That's why you're always broke. Cause ain't nobody going to tell you nothing. You never can hold on to a job because you're too busy giving everyone a piece of your mind. You got to learn how to submit to authority. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Catch this. We're going to close in a moment. But God says to Peter, tells us to respect everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, and what? Respect the king. Respect the king. Now, now, in America, we have a president. Now, whether you like him or not, still the president. Yes. And we've gotten to the point in America where we have just become blatant. And you know what? If you would go back, this started, the seed started all the way back to, I believe, where Clinton was president. When we had the moral failure in the, the, in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky church leaders rose up and attacked him put him down and began to call for his resignation and we began to become so disrespectful because of an act that someone in leadership had taken and we thought somehow by disrespecting the leader it made us right and it's gotten to the point where it's gotten even worse today I'm embarrassed at people that call themselves Christians the way they are talking about our government today. And you're wondering why God's not moving in your life is because God can't operate where there's no honor. You're like, but you know what? You don't know. You don't know what he stands for, the things that he's doing. Listen, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the office. Peter says, respect the king. Do you realize it's the king that had just killed his friend James by beheading him? It's the same king that arrested him and had him in jail ready to kill him the next day. But an angel set him free. And he's saying, respect him. Be faster than him, but respect him. Don't go where he's around, but respect him. we got to operate in honor. we got to operate in honor with the family authorities as well. Exodus uh, 12, honor your father and mother. Listen, I I don't care whether your father and mother have been the right father and mother, whether they've done the right things, but we have a responsibility to honor the position, even not the person. Number three is that spiritual authorities recognizing today obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say their work is to watch over your souls they are to give an account to God I'm responsible for the things that you do that's why I speak truth to you I'm not trying to be popular I'm not trying to win a vote here I'm trying to speak the word to you that even if it offends you because I'm going to have to stand before God someday to give account for every one of your lives you might not like what I preach but I'm going to share it from the truth and with the heart of love to do my best to stir you up to good works. But pastor, what if these the leaderships not honorable? What do we do? Number two, we honor not because people are honorable, but because we are honorable. You operate because you're honorable, not them. 1 Peter 2.9, he says this, but you are not like that. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priest. Someone say royal priest. Come on, baby, you're, you're royal. Royal people don't stoop down to the level of other people. I need you to understand this. Honor is one of the greatest attributes of royalty. you never see, You will never see a prince arguing with someone. You'll never see a king arguing with other some someone else. Why? Because whatever the king says is law. You're not gonna get into a debate. You see, I, I need you to understand that we honor position, not behavior. And we honor not because we honor not because that person may be honorable, but because we are. See, we have to take the high road because we're from above. Come on. <laughs> Lastly as we close is that honor releases blessing. When you learn to honor, it releases blessing upon your life. Proverbs 3:9 says this honor the Lord with this, with thy substance and the first fruits and all your increase. He's talking about God, the first fruits just meant the first part. God wants your best. He wants the best of your morning. He wants the best of your, uh, of your talent. He wants the best of your treasure. He doesn't want leftovers. In the book of Malachi chapter 3, God is talking to them says, if a father is, worth, is worthy of honor, where's the honor due me? He says, some of you are bringing these sacrifices that are blind, that are sick, that are lame. You wouldn't even serve them to your governors, but you're bringing them to me. We have lost an honor for God and for the house of God. It's time that we once again recognize, you want the blessings of God over your life? Let me try this side. You want the blessings of God over your life? I said, do you want the blessings of God over your life? Do you want the blessings of God over your life? Do you want God to pour out blessings that you have not, you don't have room enough to to contain? Then the only way that takes place is when we begin to honor once again. God dwells in honor. I don't have time to finish this up, so we're just going to close here. Give respect, even when it's not earned. Give value, even when it's not seen. Give honor, even when it's not returned. Mary had the ability to pull out the glory of Jesus says, hey, we ran out of wine. Woman, my time has not yet come. Do whatever he says to do, do it. Mary knew who Jesus was. And it was her honor for his position that she didn't even listen to the fact that Jesus wasn't ready to do a miracle yet. And so she pulled into today the promise that was reserved for tomorrow. When she said, they ran out of wine, I need you to do something. It's not my time yet. I know who you are. Whatever he says to do, do. She honored her son and her son stepped out and brought the promises of God to her. When you honor God, God will take promises that were reserved for you in the future and bring them into today. You could put a demand on God by drawing those promises into this moment, into today. Heads bowed and eyes closed, right where you are. The Bible talks about a Gentile woman whose daughter is demon possessed. She goes to Jesus and said, Jesus, I need you to heal my daughter. And Jesus says, it's not good. Now, some of y'all are going to get offended if you were her. It's not good to take the bread for the children and give it to the dogs. That's harsh. In essence, Jesus was calling this lady and her daughter dogs. Dogs. But this lady operated in such great honor that she refused to become offended. She didn't get offended by what Jesus said. All she did, she honored him and said this. Even the dogs get the crumbs that fall off the children's table. That got Jesus' attention. She didn't respond in hate. She responded in honor. And Jesus says, go, your daughter has been made well. If you could operate even when you have been dishonored with honor, you could set people in your family free. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here right now and you just don't have a relationship with God or your relationship with God isn't where it needs to be. Let's get that first taken care of. Let's get the honor and recognizing our need for God first. On the count of three, if that's you, left to right, front to back, just want you to lift your hand in the air. Ready? One, 2 3 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. You can put your hands down. You can put your hands. Secondly, you're here right now and honor hasn't been a value of your life. You've been taught by those around you that you defend yourselves. You fight. You you talk about people. You step on them. And you recognize that maybe you haven't been operating in a level of honor that you should, and you need to get things right. Husbands, you need to get it right before God. Wives, you need to get it right with your husbands. Children, you need to get it right with your parents. There's an area that you need to get right in that area. Just lift your hand as well. Yes, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Lastly, you just recognize you need to just Get in the right place of honor with God. You've put so many things before God that God's not getting your first of anything, not the first of your time, not the first of your attention, not the first of your talent, nor the first of your treasure. And you need to reprioritize this morning. If that's you, just lift your hand as well. Yes. God, I want to I start with you. I want to start with you. Amen. 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 On the count of three, I'm going to have you all stand to your feet. I'm going to have the prayer team come stand with me. We're going to invite you forward. We're going to pray with you. We're going to be a point of contact. We're just going to agree that God is going to do what God does. We're going to honor God and know that God is able this morning. Amen. Ready? One, two, three. Stand to your feet with me right now. so grateful for you that you've taken time to honor God this Sunday your honor for people as well if we really want to honor and value people we want to do our best to see people come into the kingdom because people that don't know God we know their fate. Every life is valuable. From the coworker worker at work to the Uber driver to the person that is waiting, at you, waiting on you at, at Red Robin after church. Everyone is valuable. God hates dishonest scales. And we have to do our best to, do, to make sure that we see heaven populated and hell emptied. Let's value people. Let's value them so much that we begin to recognize how much God wants to move on them. So, Father, we pray right now for every heart, every life, every spirit. Lord, let honor stir up before us right now. Let us have a true value for people. Let us truly value those, my God. Every person that we meet, let us value them. Let us honor them in Jesus' name. Now, if you lifted your hand up to... uh, commit your life to the Lord just say this with me right now Heavenly Father I am a sinner in need of a Savior and I commit my life right now to following Jesus I'm not looking for a genie I'm not looking for someone to meet all my needs I want to commit my life to you today be my Lord and my Savior because I believe Jesus died on the cross to pay my price of sin. Rose again three days later because he loved me. I receive that free gift of salvation today. Turn my back on darkness and step into the light. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, Visit us at CWCBayArea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash CWCBayArea.